Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, October 14th. It's episode 47 of the Flag on the Play. More importantly, October 14th is National Dessert Day. So shout out to all the desserts out there. You know, you got to be you gotta be eating them. Yeah. You get, make sure you save some space after dinner tonight. It's also Be Bald and Be Free Day. Mm. Not kidding. Apparently that's a day. Don't shout think that applies to any of us, though, currently. Not yet. As we speak. Not yet. Adam's no. counting down the days, though, till he sees the bald. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, how's it going? Still not bald yet. Yeah, it's going good. Uh, don't like the weather lately. It's getting really cold. It's getting really tough. I'm starting to get more and more sad as the days go by. But that's okay. We're watching. Uh, oh, no. We're watching Canada Panama on the TV right now. One-one <laughs> game. It's getting exciting. Getting exciting, eh? Alex, how's it going? You're beside me right now. Good. Adam took a page out of my book. Usually, I comment on the weather, but that's okay. We'll let that slide for today. But uh, I'm doing good. Um, super happy all the sports are back like I alluded to uh, last episode so I'm fired up let's go Owen you're with us virtually today how's it going sir it's going good do you have the uh, the like holiday for today like the special day did you say that yet? yeah oh yeah National dessert, day. dessert day officially I wanted to come out I'm a big dessert fan favorite dessert is like probably jello I like some jello jello <laughs> Out of all the desserts, <laughs> what? There's no way you just picked Jello. You could have cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> the top three. Top sure. three. All right. Are you a green Jello guy, red Jello guy? Ooh, I like the, I like a good, I like a green, but I'll, you know, it's all good. It's all like a red. Orange nice is a too, banger. So, honestly, low key, no, lo- orange is the worst. It, I would take a grape yeah. though. Grape's really good. The you, purple you one. Just- <laughs> You took grape juice as well in the grape juice draft. I remember that. Yeah, dude, I like grape. Grape's a good flavor. It's slept on. I my top three jellos are none. So <laughs> there's that. Um, we're gonna hop around a little bit today. We're gonna talk some football. We're gonna talk some baseball. Maybe we're gonna talk some basketball. Basketball's back next mm-hmm. week, so we got to get turned around on that. So there's timestamps in the description. Just yeah. just flip around if you don't like it. It's your prerogative. Do yeah. what you want to do. Yeah, we put you in the driver's seat. That's right. So you control it. You control your own destiny. Yeah, if you don't like what we're saying, just skip ahead. That's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the football, though. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Now, there's no real way to avoid uh, the big story this week. You know, we're uh, sunshine and roses type of podcast. We Public li- podcast. Yeah, we don't like to dwell. But, uh, you know, there's no, there's no way around this one. John Gruden resigned. Now, let's just take out the human element a little bit here and uh, talk about the football side of things. That's really all we can do here. Alex, you're a Raiders fan. How are you feeling about the rest of the season now? Uh, yeah, it's kind of tough. I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know a lot about this interim head coach that mm-hmm. came on here. Obviously, like we said, the boys were good. They were, what, 3-0 and to start the season. Um, and then, you know, they lost to the Bears, and uh, that was kind of like it was already spiraling downwards. Like yeah. it already wasn't great for the organization. And then this happened. So, you know what? I don't know how the players are going to rebound. Um, maybe they might group together even better. I don't know. A little bit of adversity. We'll see. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's obviously an unfortunate situation. I did see some of the players at the, at the Vegas Golden Knights game. They nice. were having a lot of fun. So, 
Uh, I'm not sure how sad they are that Gruden got, you know, that he resigned. Um, they were like pumping the horn and all that, you know, pregame. <laughs> like Car, Car, Crosby, Waller, and Rugs were all there, oh, and they so were having the, a hell of a time. The backups, yeah, uh-huh. the backups, yeah. <laughs> they were having a great time. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see. It's obviously an unfortunate situation, but um, I definitely, you know, agree with what the Raiders did here. With, yeah, uh, accepting his resignation. The interim head coach is Rich Bisaccia who he was with Gruden in Tampa Bay. He's kind of been with him wherever he goes. But Mayock said, there is no leader of men like Rich Bisaccia. So, you know, <laughs> high hopes for the interim. Oh, and how do you feel about the Raiders the rest of the way here? I mean, let's just be honest. It's not like it's not like uh, Sean McVay got fired here or Bill Belichick got <laughs> yeah. fired as much as, as overrated as he is. I think, like, you know, it's John Gruden. He wasn't doing that good of a job. I think we're all kind of on the same page there that he's a pretty average middle of the pack coach so you know maybe the team will be better that's what i'm gonna stay optimistic and uh maybe they'll be better because he's gone wow that was really optimistic of you at many points of the season i was actually thinking like how do we get out of that 10-year contract and i was just (laughs) like do we start on three do we start on four obviously this the way it happened like (laughs) is, is obviously not great yeah but he's out you're out of the contract. You're out of the contract. So I'm not even kidding. Like at a lot of points in the season, I was like, how do we get out of that contract? Yeah. So, well, yeah. you don't have to worry about that anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is what that yeah. is. Adam, you have any take on the Raiders? No, I like the Owens take. I just like how optimistic is maybe they'll be better. I like how that's our borderline for optimistic. <laughs> that's for huge optimism. Bubbly yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 We do what we do. On Alex's point, I, I think that's, you know, that's a really interesting point. I think you might... You might be seeing some more GMs finding emails. Maybe um, Joe Judge <laughs> might have some emails surface at some point here. So, <laughs> Irvin. who knows? Get some, get rid of some contracts. Clear the books yeah. a little bit. Uh, there's a couple injuries we got to run down. Juju shoulder surgery out for the season. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Is that one of those situations? I speak for all Steelers fans when I say, "Oh no! What a shame! Whatever will we do without Juju?" I'm, mm. I was crying. I was crying. I can't believe it. You know, maybe disclaimer he wasn't. Maybe he never plays for us again. What what a shame <laughs> that would be. What a shame. Uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he's gonna miss some time with the MCL. Okay. Like I'm not <laughs> injury really... looked bad. <laughs> it did, but at least he's feeling better, so shout out to him. Trey Lance, he's got a sprained knee. He might be out. Uh Saquon Barkley, he's hurt all the time. He's hurt yeah, again. That's right. Daniel Jones. He in, he may be in, he may be out. Who knows? Uh, if he's not, it's Mike Glennon and Wayne Galman running the show for the for the Giants. Do I got that right? <laughs> that line can't be high enough against the Rams this week. Um, that'll be ugly. I think there's maybe one more. I saw Joe Burrow's gonna. He's he's on the mend right now from his stint in the hospital. He's on a voice control or something. Like nice. just non not speaking right now. Like he doesn't talk. <laughs> so that he can you know recuperate and get better with his throat he's got the whiteboard in the meetings he's writing it out that's yeah gotta hold it up for everybody he's probably gonna be whispering like the snap counts and all that yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna ask now that juju's injured do you guys think his average tiktoks per week is gonna go up or down up what What? Oh, he's thinking, so he's just going to be on the side of like lot of mid-game time. TikTok, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mid-game TikTok is for sure coming. That's oh, yeah. going to be like, sick. Doing like challenges with his players. Yeah. Claypool scores a touchdown and Juju is running on the field with his phone. <laughs> yeah. You might just trans uh, like transition into like a full Jackson Mahomes role for the team. 
where he just gradually yeah. oh, yeah, records the sideline TikTok and then that'd just watches the game with the family type situation. Definitely. I think every team needs yeah. that kind of guy, honestly. Kind of glue guy. Yeah. Do the TikToks for you. Yeah. Make sure you get the water out <laughs> all over everybody. Yeah, you know? when you lose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there's going to be a lot of losing, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's not wish for that. Any of those stand out to you, though, is more important than others? I think they're all somewhat minor, but all worth mentioning. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and anything I mean, on those? DJ Daniel Jones is probably the biggest there, but I would imagine he's probably going to be back, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's just got to figure out where he was last Sunday, and he'll yeah. be okay. Uh, baseball is. playoffs, yeah. they're still going. We're basically in the final four. We're mm-hmm. down to three, and then we're going to get one more from the Giants-Dodgers series. This is being recorded before the game five tonight, but it's the Astros and the Red Sox. It's the Braves waiting for the winner. Now, baseball, it's kind of a local sport. You know, you don't really follow the whole league unless you're Owen, because then, mm-hmm. then you follow the whole league. But it, the playoffs, to me, they're always watchable. I've enjoyed watching them for these first few weeks, but I was just wondering if you guys have had the same feelings. Owen, have you been watching much? Have you been enjoying what you're seeing? Yeah, I've been in and out, um, but I've enjoyed it. I mean, playoff baseball is always good, especially the series between the Dodgers and the Giants. I think that's just you know you're getting the two team two teams that are maybe the best they've been in a long time and it's just a slugfest so it's good baseball for sure and obviously i mean i mean i'm sure i was cheering for the red sox to lose so i had to watch that a little bit and you know not the result i wanted but that's kind of Mm -hmm. how it's been this season so not a surprise i fully agree with you there we got the mush the red sox probably going to win the world series because we don't want it to happen alex you probably still alive with the strohs let's (laughs) go it's still alive uh i've been in and out haven't watched too much obviously too many other things going on within the sports world but uh yeah i'm definitely uh keeping track of, of how the astros have been doing and stuff they absolutely crushed the white Sox, so um it's gonna be an interesting series series here against the red Sox. so uh let's let's book a trip to the world series here boys let's go. <laughs> nice the only astros fan in the world is sitting beside me that's right, right yeah Adam, you've been on the train a little bit. You were messaging me last night. Oh, I watched a lot. I've been watching quite a bit, and Owen is doing a lot of teaching for me. You know, Owen's getting spammed by my text during the game. So I learned about submarine pitchers yeah, yesterday. I was going to say, blew my mind. You, you, I got a text mid-game that just said, why does this pitcher throw underhand? Yeah. I was like, oh, I, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know in Wii Baseball, you can press A and B at the same time when your guy does that, and it just looks cool. I didn't think it was a real thing, so I learned something new yesterday. Nice. But yeah, my Dodgers pick is still alive, so let's go. Wii Baseball. Love that. Well, maybe it won't be in 24 hours. <laughs> well, it is. We said that last time, and it was. Yeah. So, right? Wow. I'm to a good trend. Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> and again, sorry to the White Sox, because I mushed you guys. That's my bad. I shouldn't have done that. I knew I would. Well, no. They should have flown you out to the game. That's that you're That's, right. Can we turn? Yeah, there we go. Quick I pivot. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, next time, guys, call me out next year. Call them out. I I'm willing to go to 81 games if I have to. If they're all wins, I'll go. Yeah, exactly. So do your part. I was myself. gonna say I did like the the White Sox. They kind of like they knew it was like kind of coming to an end, and so they had to kind of you know they kind they had to insert the cheating thing in there, just oh, like a, you know it wasn't really our fault. It was they they're doing something. So I respected that move. Yeah. I have a take on that. Trust me. (laughs) Um, We can go on to picks now for week five. Sorry for the quick right there onto uh, baseball. But you know what? I had to to throw it in there. Dip in a little bit. Yeah. But now we're back to football. And it's picks time. Week six is coming up. 
it's already week six. It's kind of been flying by. But uh, last week, to recap, everybody on this show went two and four and lost their lock, except for Alex. He went five and one, rocketed into first place, and now everybody's locks on the season through five weeks are two and three. That is not what I had in mind when I laid out the lock of the week. But you know what? That's okay. Alex, how does it feel? You're the champion of the room right now. Feels really good. Uh, I don't know if I'm more impressed with my five and one or getting my lock right, but either way, I'm making the people money, which is what I promised I'd do at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Got off to a rocky start, but whoever rode with me is making money now. The diehards are that. with The diehards are, uh, are with me. And uh, honestly, two and three is having the greatest week of all time. Because there's like nine teams in the NFL that are two and three. That's right. We're two and three on our locks. So <laughs> shout out to two and three. <laughs> Winner of the week, two and yeah. three. Yeah. Oh, and you locked in Denver plus one and a half. Have you been recovering from that one at all? Yeah, yeah. We're fully recovered. We're on to Cincinnati. So nice. That's so what it, I like. It's to in the do. rear view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a boy. Adam, you lost the Packers game by a half point. How does that one go? Yeah, that one felt tough. Uh, was hard to watch Mason Crosby miss 20 field goals in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you wouldn't probably, have covered anyway. So, I mean, if he made his first field goal, then we could have came back scored again. But you know, what <laughs> scenario time? Yeah. yeah, scenario time was live during that game. We went to overtime. I'm like, all right, like we lost the coin toss, but pick six, like we can <laughs> yeah. make it out. Of it almost so, happened because yeah. the bro threw the pick on the first play of overtime and I was screaming run at the TV. Exactly. Cause... And so was I, but you know, we're going to get it this week. Okay. Mason Crosby has two great nicknames I heard over the weekend. One's missing Crosby and the other one's Mason crossbar. Oh, so which one do you like more? <laughs> uh, I mean, did he hit the crossbar a lot? He had like, no. All right. No. Then missing Crosby. It <laughs> exactly. is. Mason Crosby wins. <laughs> Can't be making fake names. <laughs> Uh, I had the 49ers, and it would have won if Trey Lance, you know, knew how to extend the football over the goal line. But you know, what do I know about uh, football? Whatever. <laughs> um, there's four teams on by this week. Got to shout out the by teams. There's no sort of San Francisco this week. There's no New Orleans this week. There's Jets. no Atlanta and the Jets as they recover from their That's flight. That's a tough one. Yeah, you got to recover from the flight abroad. Two but, teams you hate to miss. Yeah, oh, you know. I, I pick him every week, so yeah. it, it's brutal to miss him this week. <laughs> Owen, are you going to be missing your boy, Mr. INT, or what? Yeah, I am. I am. It's going to be the first Sunday without him, so we're going to have to fight, figure out some, some – maybe I'll watch like a – I don't know, like a Trevor Lawrence game to recover. Maybe a BYU highlights, maybe? <laughs> yeah, some BYU highlights. Has, uh, I was thinking no- somebody that can throw some picks, so. <laughs> oh, oh. Jameis. No, yeah. Number one uh, in jersey sales in the in England. Or is it the UK? I don't know. One of the two. Probably both. Probably both. Nice. So he's dominating right now. He's so we go. love that. See the- going worldwide. Yep. <laughs> uh, Thursday morning. Or Thursday night. Why, why would I say Thursday morning? Thursday night. It's the Buccaneers and they're playing the Eagles. The game is in Philadelphia. This is the first game we'll be picking. Buccaneers minus seven. This isn't the worst game I've ever seen on a Thursday no. night. This is watchable. Mm-hmm. I really have no feel at all for the Eagles, so I'm kind of looking forward to maybe getting a feel this week and overreacting to whatever I see. Bucks minus seven is the line. Owen, what do you have here? So, <clears throat> I uh, for for the fans at home, I had one of the worst um, picks weeks maybe of all time last week. <laughs> and part of that was I thought I thought for some reason Miami was gonna you know cover the ten and a point ten and a half point spread against the Bucks, which obviously didn't happen. Um, Tom Brady reminded me why he's the greatest football player of all time and why he should 
be at the the first name mentioned in the MVP conversation. And so I'm going to take that lesson with me, and I'm going to take it into this game, and I'm going to bet on the Bucks to cover here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they showed why they're the Super Bowl favorite, or maybe the Super Bowl favorite right now. I think Tom Brady's having a great year. Obviously, the defense isn't as good as we've all expected them to be, and they have some issues to work out there. Um, but I, I think they're playing against they're playing the best football they've played all year and and i think the eagles have some serious issues as well especially on the defensive side of the ball so i'm taking i'm taking uh the bucks here i like that pick i'm joining you on that train now they do say tom brady's got a finger injury but he's gonna will his way through um i just like to have the bucks in most games i think they're probably one of the best five teams in the nfl it's a nice little safety feeling knowing that i have tom brady you know it doesn't really matter who the other guy is i have tom brady you know that's kind of what i like about it so i'm gonna take the buccaneers here what do you got that's you good have, do you have stats to drop phil you normally you're normally the stats guy I'm oh, go- maybe later on i did a bad week last week so i'm going off field this week okay okay yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah that's good insurance like you said i like having tom brady insurance and i'm going with you boys too uh like you said the eagles are way too hard to get a feel f- feel on um and they they impressed us you know against atlanta now we know atlanta's crap Mm -hmm. but you know they came off with that hot start scored a bunch of points then lost their next three and then they kind of surprised us against carolina so now i'm expecting they'll disappoint again Uh because they don't ever do too many good things in a row (laughs) um and you know jalen hurts had a decent game i think he'll be crap this week and uh yeah like you said i like having tom brady on my side shout out nick sirianni's uh Pence, uh highlighters oh he's got a couple that, he's got like five gotta color coat the playbook eh? my god i don't know why he has that many he's easily the guy that you know uh you know when a lot of well mostly girls when uh they're writing that subject you know math or science he's definitely the guy that does week six tampa bay and he makes it all fancy with all sorts of drawings on the side so that's him nice yeah. nice i can't pick that guy adam what are you taking in this one all right I did some. I did a little bit of research. Okay. Um, Eagles in their last six games after a win, one and five against the spread. Whoa. Mm. To me, that means they do. So I'm taking the Eagles. Oh, Levante no. David's out. Um, Gronk <laughs> isn't coming back yet, and Antoine Winfield is also out. So that's two of their best players on defense out. Canada just scored. Let's go. Um, two of their best players on defense out. And after watching uh, the Colts-Ravens game and seeing 30 of 31 people in our picks league take the Ravens and then the Colts covering, that just that makes me want to take the Eagles tonight. So I'm doing it. All right. Go ahead. Do it. Um, Sunday morning, we got the Ravens and we got the Chargers. This is a good game. This is a really good game, in fact. A little contrasting styles. One team has light uniforms. The other team has dark uniforms. I kind of like that little symmetry going in my head. One team passes the ball. One team runs the Mm -hmm. ball. I like this. You know, there's a little bit of a build there. I am going to take the Chargers. The line is Ravens minus three, but I'm a Chargers Kool-Aid drinker right now. I I can't get enough of the Kool-Aid. I'm getting three points to drink the Kool-Aid as well, so I'm going to do it. Give me the Chargers. I don't see a reason why I should take the Ravens, but impressive win on Monday for them. I will say that. Owen, you got to take here. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore here. I think that... um... Obviously, we've seen what Justin Herbert and that offense can do, and, and there's some pieces on that defense that are, you know, legitimate studs. I'm thinking of uh, Derwin James and um, the rookie they have. Asante. Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, yeah. Asante Samuel Jr. have looked great. But I think on the other side of the ball, uh, Baltimore has looked, you know, they've played, they're have played. they playing the best football they've played all year. 
Um, Lamar had maybe the best game passing-wise of his career on Monday night. And I think they just look so much better than they have even earlier in the year. I think they, you know, Hollywood Brown is is kind of taken like a Henry Ruggs type career arc where he's a a speed guy who's actually figuring out that he can, you know, play football a little bit. So he's looked good. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they've they've been solid. So I'm going to take Baltimore here. I I like him to, to keep going and keep rolling here. I like the Henry Ruggs career arc. That's that's a good little patent yeah. for you. You should make print the t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what do you like? Yeah, I'm going to join Owen on the Baltimore train here. Um, the spread's three, which is I'm pretty scared about. But the Chargers won losses to the Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys and the Ravens play pretty similar. I think the secret to beating the Chargers is to run the ball lock, keep the ball out of their offense's hand, and don't let it be a shootout like most of their games are. So... If you keep it low scoring, you keep the ball a lot. I think you can beat these Chargers, and I think we can cover the spread. So I'm going to go Ravens. Okay. All right. I see the vision. Alex, what are you taking? I'm going to go with the Chargers here. Um, split room. Split room. Split room. Yeah, they've just been they've been a lot better, um, I think, over the course of the first couple weeks. Baltimore's looked shaky in some games, some games where I've expected them to, you know, to come out hot, and you know they've lost some games. Um you know, against that Detroit game. I know that was a while ago, but that was tighter than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, I like the Chargers to outscore the Ravens. I think they have a more potent offense. And I think it, it could easily become like a kind of a Browns Chargers game where they just end up outscoring them. And and they only have to, they don't, what is it? Three, three. and a half. Okay, sure. I'll give or whatever, three. three, three and a half, whatever. So three, three. Um, by field goal, it's it's not it's not a lot. So I, I like the Chargers here. Let's do it. I like that split room. Somebody's going to be wrong here. A fi- fact. That's that's what's key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, I'm going right to Owen. I only want to hear his take on this one. It's Arizona <laughs> at Cleveland. Oh, oh, he's jumping all over me. <laughs> he beat me right to it. Arizona at Cleveland. The line is two and a half. Owen, you are taking the Browns. You're getting the two and a half. I should add. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually gonna lock this one in as well. Let's um, go. I'm gonna lock in the Browns this week. I think that. You know, I think that a lot of been ma- has been made of, of Arizona, and obviously they have a, they've started out really well, and they've played really well, and they've looked really good. But I think last week they couldn't really move the ball at all against a 49ers team that also couldn't move the ball. So it was kind of a gross game, and they ended up losing it. Um, and I think they're bound to come down to earth. They've played a really, they've had a really good, really hot start to the year. But I think they are. This is the week where they show everybody why they're they were a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, one of the one of the Super Bowl favorites before the season started, and uh, I think their defense is going to have a bounce back in this week. So, I'm taking the Browns and uh, I'm locking it in this week. Let's go! I love Owen yeah, with the lock. You're going to make it. a lock sound. Um, I don't. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I got to think of something signature because I've got to switch it up. I don't want to steal uh, Alex's flow on this one. <laughs> but respect, we're getting respect. we're getting back on track. All, everybody listening to my picks and who's been pit picking with me uh, <laughs> so far this year, lock this one and put this is where you put like the, the the birthday money. This is where you put your grandma's. You know, this is where you put the piggy bank. Tooth fairy money. Everything on this one. Yeah, the tooth fairy money all on yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Keep it in mind. <laughs> Shout out to the Browns. Let's go. I'm gonna back going up too. I'm taking the Browns as well. I didn't like the spread when I saw it. Like I wanted to take the Browns money line for some reason. They're favorites. I thought there would be dogs, but I think the Browns are gonna win this game. I think Arizona isn't as good of a team as everyone says they are. They're just overhyped. They're overrated. They're gonna lose this game. 
Let's go. Overhype, overrated. They're Sounds like lose. the oh the Cardinals. Whoa. Sorry, um, Alex. <laughs> what are you taking? Yeah, I looked kind of like Adam here too. I saw the line earlier, and okay, Canada three one. Oh. Um, I saw the line here earlier, and I was like, give me Arizona. But now that I've thought about it, Owen kind of convinced me, and so did Adam. This kind of just feels like uh, kind of like a statement game from the Browns here, where mm-hmm. they mm, you know beat the five and O team here. Mm-hmm. Uh, statement mm-hmm. statement game for Baker. Coming off a tough loss. Underdog mentality. Underdog mentality. Coming off a tough loss to the Chargers. Um, and then this is kind of the game where we're like, oh, all right. Like, the Browns could might do some damage here um, later on in the playoffs and stuff. So, just kind of feels like that sort of game for me. And I just think Arizona, I mean, holy crap, six in a row would be too much. Uh, way too long of a flight. That's cross country. That That's is. way too long yep. for my liking. So they're going to be tired. And uh, we're going to go Cleveland. All right, I'm joining it, make it a clean sweep on the Browns. Now, Arizona, like you guys said, everything you said, maybe due for a loss. They are 28th in rush defense, and we know what Cleveland does. Yep. Run, run, run yes, some sir. more. Also, you know, Arizona. That's why we love Stadfield, by the way. That's yes, why we love Stadfield. I'm back for one game this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, uh, Cleveland off the loss, you know they're coming with that extra focus this week. You know, underdog mentality. Odell only had 20 yards last week. He's banging on the tables in the meetings saying, give me the ball, give me the ball. Big game for Odell, big game for the Browns. Mostly rushing, though. Let's like Baker, I mean, it's Baker, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. I like that lock-in, though. Good pick, Owen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, speaking of great sporting events, Sunday night football, <laughs> Geno Smith in the, on the road in oh. Pittsburgh taking on Big Ben. This is a game you will tell your kids about right here. Now, it is worth noting, Sunday night football last week, Al on the broadcast just said, yeah, uh, Tariko's going to that one. And so Al will not be calling this Sunday. Respect to him. That's just a legendary move, as he always does. Pittsburgh in October, Geno Smith against Big Ben. Send Tariko. That's I'm, an alpha move. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that game. Yeah. I will not object myself to that. Give me the day off. So shout out to Tariko, but he's subbing in. Al kind of owned him there. That is what it is. Um, listen, I'm torn out. I kind of want to take Seattle here. Pittsburgh kind of, they, I'm not enjoying what I'm seeing right now. The quarterback was okay last week. You know, that means he's going to be just piss poor this week. I don't want to take him. But I learned from a young age, don't bet against your favorite team. So I'm going to take the Steelers minus four and a half. But there is no rhyme or reason. Just don't listen to what I'm saying right now. I I hate my pick too. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, It's so tough. I don't know. It could be a toss up for all I know. But I think we kind of overreacted on the Steelers there a little bit. Um, I was pretty confident the Broncos would win. But that that ended up being a a poor choice. Um, I think I think they're going to end up winning here. Seattle's just so banged up. I think we are underestimating how important Wilson is to that team. I don't know. Like Gino I don't think Smith I'm for four quarters. Yeah, I'm um, not either. <laughs> I, well, I know, and I I think the line. I mean, it could even be higher. Um, and I just Geno Smith for four quarters in Pittsburgh. I don't know. That's that might kind of look tough. They can't rely on their defense, so maybe they could run the ball a lot with Najee. We'll see. Um, but I like the Steelers here. Mm-hmm. Owen, are you joining us? Yeah, for me, this is a pretty easy choice. I uh, to be to be clear, I think the Steelers suck, and I think they're not a good football team. But uh, Seattle <laughs> so has is missing their best player and their and by far their best player on offense and the engine of that offense. And you you compare or you uh, add you know four quarters of Geno Smith with maybe the worst defense in the NFL, and uh, Big Ben should be able to figure that one out. If not, he just needs to quit. So. Well, 
he needs to quit anyway so <laughs> yeah he needs to quit anyway but he, i mean like after that game like pull avante uh Vontae davis yeah Vontae davis yeah name? yeah Vontae davis yeah just leave at halftime yeah, yeah. <laughs> adam are you making it a clean pittsburgh sweep here yeah we're going clean sweep on the steelers here i'm wow. surprised mm-hmm. i'm surprised you guys don't like the pick that much there's just nothing about seattle that makes you want to take them they have the probably the worst defense in the league they like they're not going to score points with geno smith Chris Carson's also out, right? Still? Maybe. Okay. Uh, even if he's back, yeah. he's he's banged up. Yeah. So I just don't see how they're going to score points, and we don't even need to rely on Big Ben. We can just run the ball. Najee's playing okay. Let's go. Let's we. just pound the rock. Let's go. We. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, you were saying, why does anybody like Seattle? Because Pittsburgh shouldn't be favored by five against anybody. True. That's why. <laughs> That's true. Um, Monday Night Football. Another line that's a little hot, a little. It was interesting. I won't say high. I won't say low. It's five and a half. Buffalo is favored, and they're going to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Now, there's two schools of thought here. Buffalo has literally been smashing everybody in their path right now, <laughs> or they're due for a letdown because they just played a huge game. The boys are fired up. Maybe they had you know Tuesday off. Maybe they had Monday off. You know, they might be due for a bit of a letdown game. There's two ways to think about this. I'm leaning towards the first one, though, that Buffalo just destroys any team in their path. And I think they're on a bit of a revenge tour right now because you might remember they beat, they beat, lost to Kansas City last year. They beat them. They lost to Tennessee last year. They're going to beat them this week. So I'm going to take Buffalo to win this one by at least six. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Buffalo here. I think the line's <clears throat> a little low. So I'm pretty confident taking Buffalo here. Um, laid the smack down on the Chiefs. Uh, I believe it's short, it's short flight. Kansas City and, and, <laughs> What Nashville shouldn't be too far apart from each other? I'm guessing Buffalo. Oh, you mean? Oh, oh no, but Buffalo. Oh, Nashville. they played at no, no, no. They played in Kansas. Yeah, but they got to go home. They didn't just stay. <laughs> All right, I guess not. All right, Brain fart. <laughs> I thought maybe they'd stay. I don't know. Maybe just whatever. But I like them here. Uh, Tennessee lost to the Jets, mm. so I just can't get that out of my mind. I don't think they're a very serious team. Um, and uh, I think they're still a little banged up here, right? AJ Brown's out. Yeah. Um, and I Julio. don't know. Julio doesn't seem like he's that great. And uh, Tannehill's <laughs> always hit or miss with his game. So I just think the Bills come in here and uh, and just kill him. All right, Adam, what are you taking? Yeah, one thing that's making me worry a lot is that we're agreeing a little too much on the pod right now. Yeah, so that's, this is really heat. This is normally really bad news, and I feel like this is going to be another clean sweep. I don't know what Owen's going to pick, but I'm also taking the Bills. Um, I feel like the Bills just aren't scared to kill teams. Like they they don't care if they win by twenty five or by thirty five. Like they'll keep scoring no matter what. They're not gonna rest their starters. So I have no fear of a backdoor in this game and Tennessee can't get in the back door anyway. So let's go Bills. Wow, this is really heat. Yes. Owen, are you gonna <laughs> apply the maximum heat? Um, yeah. I did like Alex Theory where they <laughs> where, where the Bills just pull a Kanye and just stay in the stadium, just don't leave. Yeah, yeah, that was my thought game. process. Thanks, Owen. No, that that's a good that's a good thought process. And even though that's not the case, I'm still gonna take the Bills. Um, <laughs> and there's a few reasons. <laughs> I think obviously we've seen what they've done against really good teams um, so far this year. But what's impressed me more than even their offense, which has been really good, has been their defense. They have a top three defense so far in the NFL. Um, and you know, Tredavious White has looked like an absolute star on defense. They've, they've got a a really strong pass rush. They've looked like a Super Bowl roster. And then you compare that with Tennessee. I mean, that's a a bottom, that's probably a bottom five, bottom three defense. And it's, it's, 
you know, they've gotten shredded week to week to week. So I, I have no faith whatsoever in that defense to stop anybody on the on the uh, Bills offense. Um, so that, you know, those two factors together make me think that it's going to be a slaughter. And I'm taking the Bills all day. Wow. So we all agreed on Tampa Bay. We no, all... not true. Oh yeah, you took Philadelphia. Sorry, you you're crazy. The 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 masterminds agreed on Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we all agreed on the Browns. We yep. all agreed on the Steelers, yep. and we all agreed on the Bills. Mm. This is not good news. We just ignore the picks this week, unless we go six and zero. Oh, unless case. we watch us all have the same lock of the week too. Wow, wouldn't that be crazy? Well, we can't have Owens because he's got the Browns. Yeah, we're we're working on a unless sound I change still, my but... mind right now, but. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, lock of the week time. Owen, you're taking the Browns. Any care to add yeah. anything to that one, or how confident are you feeling? I'm feeling confident. Um, on a scale <laughs> okay. of one to ten, I'm like a, I'm like a six. I'm more confident than Adam <laughs> in his block because he hasn't picked it yet. But I'm not a ten out of ten, so. <laughs> Six is very confident. I thought about a lot of numbers when you said I'm about, uh, and the six was not on my short list. Like I said, like I said, this is where you put the tooth fairy money. This is where you put grandma's birthday money. This is the game. Come ride with me. That's the message. And you're six out of 10 confidence. Okay. All right. Lock of the week time. Now, listen, Alex was on a cold streak a few weeks back. He was 0-3. You guys remember that? Now he's two and three. I already know where this is going. But he was 0-3, oh. and he sat up here and he said, my lock of the week this week is I haven't taken Mahomes yet, so I'm going to take Mahomes. I started out 2-0. and I'm now 2-3. and I haven't taken Mahomes yet. I'm going to take Mahomes Let's right go. here. He's playing Washington, oh, no. and the line is minus 6.5. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City's this has like 45-31 written all over it. Washington can't stop anybody. Yes. Neither can Kansas City. Is Heineke as good as Mahomes? No. No. So I'm going to lock in Mahomes to win. I take. Yeah. I think this one's a pretty here first. Yeah. Yeah. Heineke got a couple levels to go before he hits that. So, you know, like 35 levels. But anyway, I'm taking Kansas City minus six and a half. All right. So my lock of the week is the uh, Texans minus nine and a half against the Colts. Plus nine and a half. Plus nine and a half, but that see, if, I, I was so confident I have them <laughs> by minus 10. Um, because as Phil alluded to earlier, kind of with the Steelers, they shouldn't be favored by more than five points against anybody. The Colts should not be favored by 10 points against anybody. I don't care. The Texans have actually been pretty competitive this season. Davis Mills looked good. Um, they almost beat the Pats there. I mean, for my money, they beat the pass. They just kind of choked it there towards the end. True. Um, they've been looking the good. Davis Mills hasn't looked as bad as we thought. That defense isn't as bad. You don't just kill them. Um, the Colts, I don't know. Maybe because they were they had a competitive game with the Ravens. Maybe that's one of the reasons this line is so inflated. I think it's way too inflated. By 10 points, the Colts, what, Wentz? 10 points? I don't really like it. So, um, and, and, and for context, the Rams who are going up against the the stinking Giants with no Barkley and Jones are also only favored to win by 10. So, yeah, that's just uh, a little fishy here with the line. So I'm going to go with the Texans plus 9.5 as my lock. I like that pick. There we go. Locking it in, Double baby. Lock. Double lock. Double lock. Locked I'm very confident. I think he locked and unlocked right there. Okay, for the record. <laughs> you psyched me out now, Phil. <laughs> my secondary lock of the week was going to be the Chiefs, so I was going to give a shout-out to that pick just because, like, 
they're they're not gonna lose again, right? And it's it's the football team. Like this is the perfect like you oh. see Tyree Kill on okay, Phil, relax. This is just the classic <laughs> you see Tyree Kill in the end zone for the fifth time yeah. on red oh, zone. Yeah. Like now I'm feeling good again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just on that dumpy stadium with like it's like one fourth full and yeah. he's doing the piece. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna go back to the boys for my lock of the week. Oh Christ. So we're five and zero oh against the spread. I'm locking in the Cowboys minus four and a half, minus four, minus four and a half in New England. Uh the Patriots suck. The Cowboys are one of the best teams in the league. No reason the spread should be this close. We're we're riding with the boys. Five and zero oh against the spread. Let's make it six. Okay. I actually did for the record think about that as locking it in, but yeah, great pick. For the record, my secondary lock this week is New England. So just so the fans, well, if you have any I, extra money left over from the Tooth Fairy, put it on. What you're thinking this week, Owen? Mike Owen. McCarthy against Bill Belichick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I swear yeah, I can heard pull it here first. a text from Owen yesterday that said, "Why is the spread not at least seven? Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't like a why, like an exclamation. That was like a why is it not seven and a half? And then I did some <laughs> thought and some digging and some pondering and some deep reflection, and I came to the conclusion that after doing my research, that New England should that it is going to win this. Okay, what kind of research did you? What can you give me a reason why I shouldn't pick the Cowboys? Give the viewers any reason why they should call <clears throat> me on this. Because New England is probably going to cover this game. Let's nice. go. Nice. Let's go. Six out of ten confidence. <laughs> yeah, this is about a five. <laughs> we're close. That's why it's a secondary lock on goes, a primary. I did a lot of research. If he gets up to I a six. Go, it's let's a... Do the research. He goes. They're probably going to cover. <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. Six is like a hard primary lock. A secondary lock is like a five. Okay. All right. I see yeah. the scale. Just Ooh. for that's like that's the yeah the rubric there. I'm going to judge off the scale the rest of the season. So make sure to have your numbers in your head coming into the pod. Yeah. That's what matters. So run it back. The locks are, Owen, you're taking the Browns minus two and a half. Easy. Indeed. Yep. I like it. Your boy Baker, you're riding with him. Alex, you're taking the Texans plus nine and a half. Adam, you're on the Cowboys minus four and a half. Yep. And me, I'm on the Chiefs minus six and a half. Let's talk some basketball. Basketball's back. Now, Here's the thing. We've all talked on this show about how we kind of needed a break from the NBA, how it was getting to be a little bit too much. It was basketball pretty much nonstop for a year. So uh, it's making a return this week. Are we delighted? Some would say yes. Maybe some would say no. It depends on the person you ask. But here's one thing that we know for sure. This show loves basketball, and we're going to appreciate it. I'm very excited it's back. Are you excited, Owen? Yeah. Yeah, basketball is like our roots as a podcast. This is like where we where we made our where we made our bones here yep the originals are yep. basketball we filtered into the football now we gotta you know we gotta show yeah. some love to the day ones well the first episode was football so <laughs> you know what now i'm having second thoughts but you know what we had some of our highest moments doing basketball though yeah yeah, yeah. at least for me for you yes alex <laughs> if you're if you're unaware alex correctly predicted the buck suns final it yep. was kind of the highlight of your summer yeah uh we're gonna get a finals prediction from you later on uh, I don't know if I can commit to that yet. Okay. Might need a little more time. Okay. Well, don't want to rush anything. We might get a finals prediction from May Alex or may later. not. We'll see. It would be nice if we could. But <laughs> okay. We'll, but we'll see. I <laughs> 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 don't want to ask for too much here, but it would be nice. Um, now, over-unders, we did all 32 teams for the NFL. Can we do that for basketball? In theory, yes. 
Do we want to? No. No. It's a lot of work. So what what we're going to do instead is we're just going to go around the room. We have all have three overs that we like, and we have three unders that we like for every team. Now, if you want to hit me with, I'd say just take it one at a time. We can go around the room, chop it up. Owen, do you have a team you want to go first with there? You can be picking over or an under. I don't care who. Yeah, yeah, hold on. I just got to get the list here. Somebody else can go first. I'm just pulling it up. Okay, all right, all right. I can hop in here. Go for it. All right, so uh, I guess we'll start with the overs. Why don't we start on a positive note? Okay, give hype me up, over. Hype up some teams. Um, I'm going to go over on Denver. Um, what's, the, what's the total? It's, it's 48 and a half. Okay. I like Denver. Um, they have a generally weak division. Um, Utah, I think those games against Utah are going to be a toss-up. I know Murray's out. Um, but I still think they have a great supporting cast. Obviously, Jokic, I think Porter, like Phil said, has is going to take that next step. We've been saying that how long now? Yeah. Three, four years? Yeah. Love that. One of these days. They have uh, this Highland kid that I have a lot of expectations for. He's looking good. Full Highland. season of Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Bones Highland. <laughs> He's like Bones. their... No, Owen knows what I'm talking about. He's nasty. Yeah, yeah. He was one Skinny of their... Skinny kid. Was he uh, like a first or a second round pick? Maybe even first. I think Honestly, he was, don't know, but... I don't know. Yeah, he's he's sure. nuts. So watch out for him. He's kind of a name to to be to be aware of. Okay. Mike Malone, you know the the Western general isn't super strong. Going to win most of those games against the Clippers with you know Kawhi out and all that stuff. So I like them as a as a as a team to go over here. Do you want me to just go all with it's all okay. them? Sure, okay. if you want. Next, uh, I've got Atlanta. I think Atlanta's also great. Um, bringing back most of that core. What's that total? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting to say the total. Forty six and a half. Okay. Um, so I like Atlanta to go over here. Um, I think they're just going to build on what they did last year. It, I think that confidence is going to be huge for them. Um, and they're definitely going to be making some noise. And uh, my other is Chicago to go over. And their over is... I think 42 and a half. 42 and a half. Um, I just think they brought in so many pieces. Um, I just think they're going to go over. Because uh, along with Donovan, I think Donovan's actually a pretty good coach. Not really sure what ended up happening there in OKC. Um, but I think he's a pretty good coach. He's going to get the most out of these guys. Um, with They already have a, their number one guy, their primary scorer in Levine. Um, he's going to get you the points. Um, they brought in DeRozan. Me and Phil and Owen, we all know about DeRozan. Excellent um, complimentary piece. He's great if you want to go 45 and 37. He's amazing <laughs> if you want to go 45 and 37. There you go. And that would be enough to hit the over. It would be. Yeah. And who, who else did they bring? They have, Mar- they have uh, Vucevic. They brought in Caruso. They have Ball. I just think they brought in so many good pieces that um, they'll they'll go over. Okay. All right. I can see the vision. I, I'm less. I don't like Chicago as much. I think they're not going to be able to stop anybody. I think it's kind of a weird team. They don't have much of a bench. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you on Atlanta. Denver. Okay. I could see going either way. Okay. Owen, you have a take on either of those? Yeah. Actually, one of my overs is uh, is Chicago as well. So I can maybe chip into that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. A little bit into that. I think that. Chicago has looked really good. I think they were they've they're undefeated. I think so far in the preseason. Um, yeah, they are. You know, wow, preseason yeah, champs. You know, so and they've looked really good. I mean, they blew out um, New Orleans, um, like by beat them by like forty something points. Like it was it was a slaughter, and so they've looked really really good. I like the way Lonzo's playing. I think he fits pretty well into the role that they have him at. And he looks like he's improved as a jump shooter even more from last year, which obviously was an improvement. So I think, you know, we know what we're going to get out of Levine. Um, we know what we're going to get out of guys like Vucevic and DeRozan as well. I just think they are a team that can kind of surprise some people and do well this year. Okay. Patrick Williams so, and Kobe White, yeah. too. I like them as well. 
I know Patrick, yeah. Patrick Williams might be out here yeah, for a little too. bit, but really good young guys too. Wow, you boys yeah, he looked great. And he's pretty. He's a pretty raw prospect. So I mean, he's got a lot of room to improve. There we go. I didn't know I was the only one out on the Bulls. Owen, what are you taking for overs besides Chicago? So I'm also going to take the Miami Heat right now. Um, wow. With the line is 48 and a half. And I think they've looked, honestly, really impressive as well. I think Lowry fits really well into that role. He's looked really good. Um, I'm, I'm kind of betting on a little bit of a resurgence from Tyler Hero as well, who also has looked great. I mean, it's... I don't know. It's hard to put a, too much stock into the preseason, but I'm kind of buying into what I've seen so far from some teams. And what I've seen from Tyler Hero is, you know, kind of like a return to what he, what we kind of thought he was. He's, he's clearly worked his jump shot. Preseason, is he not? Yeah, he, I, he might be. He's up there for sure. I, I'm not. I'm not sure if he's leading or not, but he's looked really good. His floater has improved a lot. He's just, he, you know, he's more comfortable shooting off the dribble and everything. So I think he looks really good. We obviously we resigned. Um, Duncan Robinson, so that's obviously big. And then, you know, Kyle Lowry, I think, is a missing piece. So I like this team a lot. I think they can make – not only are they going to win more than 48 and a half games, but I think they're a legitimate title contender. So I had them in my unders, but – Oh, you did know, you? Okay. I did. We'll have to hear I'm, that. I'm not, doubting, <laughs> I'm not doubting the core, but I don't think they really care about the regular season too much, any of them. I think they're like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. let's just get to the playoffs. Wherever we get is where we get. And I, I don't – see much depth like you think you're gonna be resting a lot of guys yeah they're they're like some of the key backups are i mean their whole bench is tyler hero markeith morris kz okpala Dwayne deadman gabe vincent and when oladipo gets back oladipo gets back but I, I i'm a little nervous i'm a little i'm a little bullish or bearish i don't know which one it is i always mix it up but you know what bearish bearish you're bearish i'm bearish you're okay. bearish it, it's good to disagree every now and then yeah <laughs> give me a last over there yeah and then my last one, I'm going to stick with, uh, I guess, the hometown team, and I'm taking the Raptors. Um, okay. I thought Alex was going to do and, that. Sam. No, no. that's I'm taking that. So I think that, you know what? I, I Again, it's a lot of this is preseason, just glimpses of what I've seen from guys and their improvement and, and you know, what we think they can actually do here. And I think that, you know, Scotty Barnes has looked really good. Obviously, he's going to be – raw and he's going to have make a lot of mistakes and he's not going to be super productive this year necessarily but i think he's shown flashes offensively and obviously defensively he's somebody that can be a little bit of a game breaker like he's he's really skilled um and and just disrupting on defense so that's good um and even precious achua has looked pretty solid he's looked you know he's playing a different role which i think might suit him better as somebody that can create a little bit more than what he was asked to do in in miami um and then you know you you get you have the guys that that they're kind of bringing back so don't forget i, OG. I like toronto too yeah I, OG. and og obviously og's look like a star og looks like a yeah he looks great yeah. so yeah i'm trusting the infrastructure i think um nurse is a good coach i think it's a good organization and i think the player development hasn't failed yet so i think it's going to do its job this year they yeah. should go 500. I kind of agree with you guys yeah. there. I don't think they're going to tank or anything. Like they might trade Dragic, yeah. but even that's not going to take them out of the no. 500 race. I didn't. I didn't take Toronto because I didn't want to seem like a biased little piece of shit. But yeah, I, <laughs> I I totally agree with this because I just think Toronto's one of those teams that like will definitely on a 
on a Tuesday, Wednesday night. Like we'll be like a really good team. One of the contender teams, like we'll beat a Miami, we'll beat a golden state. Like we'll, we might even be Milwaukee once. I just think we're that kind of team where you still have some, like you still have Siakam, you still have Van Vliet, you still have OG guys that have, you know, won a chip. Uh, you have Dragic, you have that veteran presence and we have a explosion of youth as well, which I think is going to really help us. So like you said, 500 should be pretty easy. Good coach. So, yeah. No, you said you didn't yeah. want to be biased. Um, one of my overs is the Spurs at, at 29 and a half. Listen, this number is just too low. Yeah. I, I This number is way too low. Listen, what does worry me is they played a lot of close games last year and they lost pretty much all of them because they gave the ball to DeRozan at the end of the game. Sometimes he came through, sometimes he didn't. More often not. Well, like 40% of the time he came through. Um now, the problem is they replaced him and replaced the guy that's going to be taking the shots in the, the game with literally nobody. Um, I don't know who's going to be doing it. I Popovich might run out there and shoot the ball when we're tied at the end of the game, for all I know. It's Primo. Uh, going to be <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Primo Pasta. Um, but I, they're at least going to go 32 and 50. Mm. They're not going to go under 20 game, uh, into the 20 game mark. Yeah. We don't lose in San Antonio. It's not what we do. Oh, and you're making a face. It's almost like you have them in your unders over there. No, no. I, I mean, the line was, you know, it was, the over under total was super low already. So I didn't want to go too much lower, but they're a bad <laughs> oh. team. We're going to get this over, and that's all we can, all we can hope for this year. That's it. So I got to get, get it where I can. New Orleans, yeah. 39 and a half. I like that over too. Um, listen. I don't like their team. We dumped on their offseason this entire uh, this entire podcast. But Zion Williamson will not let a team go under 500. I think we're going to hit that level. Their coach last year was Stan Van Gundy. They lost pretty much every close game they possibly could. They went 31 and 41 with a guy who was going 27 points a game on 64% shooting. Like, they're not going under 500. Uh, I don't love the team, but they're at least going to be close there. Like, Zion is not capable of letting a team get to that point he's good i think this year he could hit that luca level of like a guy who's just like dragging his team to wherever they go that's like the seven seed basically do you see do you see that offseason picture though he still looks the same he's looking big but it's always worked for him i just don't think he can play a full <laughs> season though enough to drag them over to 500 and i just i don't know i personally like he's good like on a night in night out basis i'm just not that oh i think he's bullish on him I think he's a super duper star. So, and I don't think the team around him is good enough to to you know go go five hundred. It's almost like a cat type thing. Oh, I think he's much better than cat. I, think- I I know, but I'm just saying like cat's great, and his team's been so bad for so long, and I think that's kind of the similar thing in New Orleans. The GM is a joke. So, but I don't know. They've got enough to go five hundred, especially with him. Let's go. That's what I think. Oh, and you could be a tie break here. Um, yeah, I think they'll go over. Okay. I just think, I for <laughs> basically the same reasons you said. I think, you know, Zion's, he's, he's had enough. This is going to be the year where he ta- he's taking names here. Let's go. Zion Nation. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. My last over, this is my favorite one, 43 and a half for Indiana. Uh, just give me the over here. Indiana, they're always, the, the sum is greater than the pieces that they have when they all come together. And they got Rick Carlisle as their coach. That's good for like five wins, considering they literally had a mutiny last year with the coach that was there. Um, they also <laughs> didn't have Karis LeVert for like half the season. They didn't have TJ Warren the entire season. They're getting both those guys back. I see no reason why they shouldn't win 44 mm-hmm. games. I like them more than I like Chicago. I like them more than I like Miami in the regular season, to be honest with you. Sabonis is an all-star. Trust Carlisle to get the most out of him. 
I know Brogdon's hurt all the time, but they still got a good bench. They got signed Tory Craig. That was a good signing. I just like Indiana. They work hard. You know, they need to work hard every game to pretty much make the playoffs. So I think they're a pretty good bet to get in there. But I agree. That's my favorite. Over. I agree. They're always like, uh, especially this year, I think they're just a sneaky team. Um, one of the one of the uh, poor spots on their team was the coach. Mm-hmm. He had no idea what he was doing. Now they have a competent coach, so I think it'll look really good if they can just stay healthy because they have a bunch of pieces. They have like five or six really good guys that on any given night can win you a game. So I, I like Indiana here for sure. Owen, oh, you with us? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I love Clean yeah, sweep. Owen. That's fire. Give me your unders over there, Owen. Yo, I have a few overs. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yo, okay. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna drop my overs, no explanation, and then I'm gonna drop my unders, no explanation. Okay. Okay. Adam, if you're at home, watches as much basketball as the mosquito I used to watch you basketball killed. in like twenty sixteen, but you know. So you might you might hear that. You hear a little, a little bit, bit in twenty sixteen in those picks. Okay. <laughs> So I'm starting off with Warriors over 48 and a half. They're better than that. Yeah, 2016. Um, yeah, okay. OKC over 23 and a half. They're better than that. Oh, uh-huh. And the Raptors are going over 36 and a half, which was minus 150. So not a great bet, but you good know, take. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> okay. Um, and now I'm dropping my unders. No explanation. Nets are winning less than 56 and a half games. The Magic are not winning 22 games. Okay. And the Bulls are not winning 42 games. This is the most random this... picks I've ever heard, but you know what? Let's go. There's a 50 like, 50 chance. Hit like two out of three, two, yeah. two or three of them. Yeah. I'll hit more than you guys. He'll probably go 6 and 0 for all I know. Who, who cares? Owen, what's your unders? So, first, I'm going to agree with uh, producer Banani here, and I'm taking the Nets under. Um, and so we kind of touched on this before the show, but it's looking like Kyrie is probably not going to play. And if, if from the little I know about Kyrie, I don't think he's, I think he's a type to dig his heels in. So I don't think he's coming back at any point this year, at which point it just becomes, you know, the health of, of Harden and, uh, and KD, which I don't think is going to hold out the whole year. So I think we're going to end up seeing a lot of Cam Thomas and a lot of Patty Mills, both of whom are, are quite good. And so, you know, I think they'll win a lot of games, but to say they're going to win over 56 and a half, I don't, I don't think is going to happen. Okay. That's right. And Kyrie and all that. Uh, my next under is the Timberwolves. I think this roster is really bad at 35 and a half. I don't know why they are projected to win this many games. I think they should be down there kind of with the Orlando's in my opinion, because yeah, I mean, outside of cat, they don't really have many productive pieces on that team. And Cat is, uh, you know, somebody that can, uh, he's liable to get hurt at some point as well. So I just think the Timberwolves kind of suck. They've sucked my whole life, and I, I think they're still going to suck. So <laughs> Down there with the magic is brutal. Yeah, they're they're bad. They're bad. I, I think this is, this would be a favorite. No. Nope. <laughs> this could be a, one of my personal favorites for like a midseason trade, to be honest. Okay, um, I like that. Yeah, and then my last under is the Grizzlies. I don't know why they're favored to win 41 and a half. I think they're in a really tough conference, tough division. Um, and it's not that they have a bad team. I just don't think they're as good as a lot of the guys ahead of them, a lot of the teams ahead of them. And uh, I think they'll hover around 500, but I just don't see them getting over, especially with guys like, um, you know, Triple J, who have tended to get hurt early in their careers. Uh, I don't know if he can play a full season. So um, I'm going to take the Grizzlies here to go under. Okay, I can get down with it. I I'm sort of with you on all those. The, the Timberwolves one is a, a little closer to the number for me, but that's okay. okay. I'm gonna rattle off mine here for you. 
The Knicks, 42.5. I mean, this team, to me, just screams due for a regression. Yeah. Uh, Randall and Barrett led the league in minutes played last year. Uh, not great. And they worked really, <laughs> Tibbs really loves to do that. Yeah. And they worked really hard to be like four games over 500 <laughs> last year. They signed Kemba Walker. I think he's finished. I, I, I personally think he's pretty washed up. Uh, Fournier, they paid a lot of money. He'll kind of help them. I can see where he would be good. Like but eight I, points a game. Well, yeah. at least they can run a play for somebody. They have, last year, they only had Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock over there. Um, I think the conference just got better. Like Charlotte got better, Indiana got better, Boston got better. Chicago, I don't have high hopes on, but they at least got better. I don't see how the Knicks are back to where they were last year. I just don't see it. So I'm going to take their under. But if you can disagree, I have all the power to you. I also like the Miami under, the reasons I gave you already. Just don't see enough of a bench there. And the last under I'm taking down is Sacramento. Um, this is basically from Owen's camp of they've sucked my entire life, so why would I pick them now? Um <laughs> They're just, they've been so bad my entire life. Their coach is somehow still Luke Walton. Um, I thought he was gone like two years ago. Um, I like Fox. I like Halliburton. Everybody else on this team can kind of go 36 and a half. They seem like a prime candidate to me for the uh, Ben Simmons panic trade, but that's just my opinion. I like their under. Yeah, and for my unders here, I've got the under on Dallas, 48 and a half. I think it's too high for me given that they literally didn't change anything with their roster. It's going to be Luka, 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 which is fine, but that's just way too much pressure on on one guy to bring you to to, to 49 wins. I think that's a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have changed something, if, they don't have a second option. I literally don't know who their second option is. Is it Tim Hardaway? Or is it Porzingis? Is it Jalen Brunson? Like, those aren't very sexy number two options. So under for that. I'm going to go under on Golden State. Um, I think we're getting a little too hyped that Thompson's coming back. I need to wait and see what's going to be with that. He's not coming back till December, till Christmas. So that'll already be well, like, you know, like two months into the season. Not sure what we're going to get from him. He's literally missed two years of basketball. Mm -hmm. The rookies are an absolute wild card. Moody and Kuminga and Wiseman coming off that injury. Not like, once again, 49 is a little too high for me. And I'm also going on the under for Portland, 45 wins. They brought in Larry Nance. Everyone's hyping up Larry Nance. Great player. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Great player. I love Norman Powell too, but it's just it's just Portland. Chauncey Billups. I don't know how he is as a coach. I'm not super confident, and it just seems like a team that could panic, trade for Ben Simmons. A lot of things could go go south for Portland. So um, the bench isn't very strong, I think either. Um, they can't really defend, and. Uh, I'm just not, tear I'm not, him up. I'm not. I'm not really expecting a regression from Dame, but like, damn, how much longer can he go? Just literally breaking his back night in and night out, where he needs to score 35 to 40 points for them to have a chance to win. So that's why I'm going under on Portland as well. Alrighty, this, I can ride the with Zeller him. and Macklemore. Zeller and Macklemore. They, don't, they don't push the you at all. Me, no. They do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they did it for anybody there either. They got Tony Snell too. Hey, don't forget hey. Tony Snell. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. huge. Can't huge. <laughs> massive um all right now we can do the usual wednesday stuff we got bozo of the week we got genius of the week um this week i'll, I'll go first for yeah. bozo of the week because owen already teased it a little bit earlier but i'd like to ro- nominate ryan Tapera. um if you're not, if you're not aware if you don't watch baseball which i know some of our fans don't watch baseball this guy he's a pitcher for the white Sox. the white Sox just lost their series against the astros um 
I'll start you back at the beginning. The Astros, basically, they're cheaters. They cheated a few years ago. They have a prolonged history of cheating to gain an advantage. Um, here's where Ryan Tapera comes in. He's pitcher for the White Sox. Like I said, he's playing against the Astros. They lose uh, the first two games of the series in Houston. They go back to Chicago for Game 3, and they win. He pitches in Game 3, and after the game, he gets up and says... Hold on. Yeah, it is what it is. They obviously have a reputation of doing sketchy stuff over there. We can say it's a little bit of a difference. The swings and misses tonight compared to the first two games in Houston. So basically, he's implying because they scored less runs on the road than they did at home. That's his uh, evidence he has for them cheating. Um, Hey, man, you guys scored uh, five runs on the road and 12 at home, so maybe you guys are cheating. If uh, if we're going by this logic, why don't we do that? And listen, I'm the last person to get up and stand for the Houston Astros, but this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. The guy thought he was going to get like 10,000 retweets being like, yeah, Astros are trash. Like, go Ryan Tapera. No, dude, you're a bum. You're an absolute scrub. This is just blasphemous. I I can't believe somebody would get out and Phil, say this. Yeah. Phil, did you see Correa's response? <clears throat> no, what did he say? So first of all, I'm not going to trash the pair because that's my guy. It's a Blue Jays, poor Blue Jays <laughs> guy. So I'm not going to say anything about I'm not going to say anything about Tapera, But uh, Correa, I think either pregame or postgame of the of game uh, four, I think it was. He 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 was basically like, we have a, a higher OPS on the road than we do at home. So Tapera's <laughs> an idiot. That's basically what he said. So. <laughs> Oh my God! This I, is just uh, yeah. championship fuel for my Astros. Wow! I yeah. love it. Yeah, right, he, Adam. He really brought yeah, it out cool. of them because I mean they scored, they got like a ten runs the next game. Like <laughs> yeah. they were pretty yeah. pissed off. They're like, all right, let's just <laughs> kick this guy around the can one more time. So I'm not basically him. basically basically Tapera did like what we what we sometimes do with our picks, where it's like I feel like they scored too many points, so like something's got to be up. <laughs> and then the stats are like, oh, actually, it tells a completely different story. But you just like kind of go with your gut. Yeah. So I kind of like it. Yeah, kind of a sick move. No I like it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead for your bozo. Um, so my bozo is Bill Belichick. Um, mm. You know, we we do trash him on the pod, but I just felt like it was especially necessary uh, this week. Um, if you guys didn't know, Lamar Jackson had a really good game mm-hmm. on uh, Monday night. And he's been improving every year. And uh, he's one of the best QBs in the NFL. The situation with Mac right now, they lost out on Cam. Just want to remind everybody that in 2018, Bill Belichick took Sony Michelle one pick before he took Lamar Jackson. So it went 31-32. Mm. That's tough. Uh, you missed out uh, on him. Um, not great. And then, uh, so he picked Sony, right? But he took Sony. Um, he could have taken Chubb. He could have taken Chubb. Chubb went three picks after Michelle. So that's another miss. So, uh, oops. oops. And then if you thought that was it, it wasn't. Uh, because uh, in that same 2018 draft, he took Isaiah Wynn with the 23rd pick instead of going with DJ Moore or Calvin Ridley. Mm. So, Bill, boss, I don't know. Uh, you know, you can't keep drafting or taking undrafted wide receivers. He thinks he can just pick someone off the street pluck them in catch for you know 2000 yards um and uh but it won't, it's going to come back to bite you eventually and uh you know greatest coach i don't know you let go of the goat um Owen's totally whiffed this. yeah Owen is... totally whiffed on tom brady's <laughs> is... you know on his on your assessment Get of his status of his longevity um and you know how much longer he could play so and your team stinks right now they almost lost to the texans 
So Bill's just my bozo because someone retweeted yes. that uh, Michelle got picked before Lamar Jackson, and then it started this whole thing that I did further research. So yeah, he's my bozo. Lamar Jackson would have yeah. been a better running back than Sony Michelle. Exactly. Too, so exactly, yeah. he is a better running back than yeah. Sony Michelle. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oh, and you, Steve, were loving that Belichick hatred over there. No, that was that was like. Oh, that man, that was good to hear. That was really good to hear because <laughs> I mentioned it last podcast. Like this guy does not know how to draft. Like he's drafted how many receivers? Like who didn't he? Who did he draft in the first round to kill Harry? Was that who he drafted oh, yeah. in the first yeah. round? Oh yeah, like Lost. two years ago. Who sucks? I mean, this guy does not know how to draft. This guy thinks, oh, I can. Like you were saying, Alex, he thinks he can just bring in random D three lacrosse players off the yeah. street, and they'll throw oh, yeah. and he'll they'll somehow be converted into studs. It's like, yeah, I mean, that works when you have the greatest quarterback ever throwing to them, but. It's yeah. like Bill. It's not going to work when you have Mac Jones. Check down Jones throwing. <laughs> yeah. So this guy might be my bozo of the year. Bozo of the year. Wow. We wow. got to do a whole ceremony last week in December. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the notes. What are you nominating, Owen? Um. So <clears throat> this week. Um. So obviously we touched on. I guess I touched on the uh, Kyrie Irving vaccination thing. Mm-hmm. So there was a press conference, right? Um. With the I don't even know. Let me figure out exactly who it was. It was it was some member of the Nets staff, mm-hmm. and they were having a press conference. Sean Marks, so it's the GM, the GM. Yeah, so they were having a little press conference with them to talk about the Kyrie situation and why he's unvaccinated. And I don't know. Did you guys see this clip? I did not. Okay, so the interview, the press conference opens up, and what do we think the first question is? Maybe think to yourself what it might be. The first question is the reporter gets up to the stand and he says, is Kyrie Irving vaccinated or not? Is the first question. <laughs> and, Marks the goes, yeah, and Marks goes, he, t- he takes a pause. He goes like a one, two, three, pause, three seconds. And he goes, no, if he was vaccinated, we wouldn't be here. That was the, that was the line. So nice. Whoever, whichever reporter uh, asked that question should probably go back to journalism school. So bad question <laughs> he just tried to get the facts out right away i kind of got, got a little nervous yeah <laughs> he, he had his question written down he's like uh is he vaccinated or not yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a little panic yeah i'm putting my vote in for the i'll put it in for bill i'll put it in for bill yep Same. um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the panic question we've known kyrie's been unvaccinated for like yeah. since covid started yeah. so i don't just asking that again that's tough do your research a little better. Adam, what are you voting for? I'm going White Sox pitcher. Nice. Nice. It's a para. Well, All right. Everybody a gets a vote, but Bill wins the end. Congratulations to Bill. Genius of the week time. My genius of the week this week is Urban Meyer. Now, listen, he's having a tough go right now, but my man is ready to turn the corner this week, and it started yep. on Monday. Uh, first off, James Robinson had half the amount of carries in the second half than he did in the first half in their game on Sunday against the Titans. Mm -hmm. They asked Urban about this after the game, and he said it wasn't intentional. Listen, sometimes you just don't have time to pay attention to like the little things like who's on the field, who's getting the ball. Sometimes you really no. just don't have time for that. And you got to focus on bigger things like, like the clock, clock or man, your yeah. challenges. So, you know what? Don't waste time with all that peasant stuff like who's getting the ball. That's the first thing that gets him in there for the nomination. The second thing is he said the team goal every week. Did you guys see what his team goal is? No. Run, uh, pass for 250 yards. 
run for 250 yards. So that's, 500 yards. That's a, week. that's a lot of yards. He said that, that is his team goal. Now, listen, that's how you do it right there. Your team's been struggling getting wins. What do you do to rectify that? You remember what worked when you beat Northwestern 70 to nothing, and when you beat Idaho 70 to nothing, and when you beat Rutgers 70 to nothing. Go back to what works. Run the ball four yards at a time, 250 on the day, and then spread it out in the air a little bit too. Sprinkle it around. Big Jags win coming this Sunday. Urban Meyer's turn in the corner. That's good application of skills yes. that he's learned throughout his collegiate career. And that's, yeah. oh my God, 500 yards. 250 rushing a game. Yep. Yeah, 200 for Carlos Hyde and 50 for Robinson. Yeah, well, I mean, the the players shouldn't even have names on the back because, like, who cares who gets the ball and stuff, you know, whatever. What you got, Alex? Um, So I I have uh, my first genius here. Um, First genius. I have a bonus. Um, (laughs) A quick little bonus. It's the 76ers and the Nets. Basically just kind of alluding here to what uh, Owen was talking about earlier. I just love how they're handling both situations. Uh, firstly, the you know the Ben Simmons and the Kyrie uh, situations. Ben came back, you know, tail tucked between his uh, legs, mm-hmm. back to Philadelphia. They didn't want to trade him. Too bad. You're uh, you're signed under contract. We're not going to trade you. Um, and then same kind of deal with Kyrie. Kyrie's like, well, you know, I'll play whatever twenty something games. He couldn't even play all the away games anyways because of the regulations in other states. Um, they're like, you know what? We won't have you at all um, if you're not going to be part of the team. You're not going to be here for. 25% of, of the season. So we don't want you at all. And uh, I think it just kind of sends a message to the league that, you know, um, as much as we do like player empowerment, the, you know, enough's enough. This is, I think it was getting a little too far. And if they let this happen, you know, if they let Kyrie decide what games he wants to play, and if Simmons, you know, with four years or five years left on his contract, uh, pushed his way out of Philadelphia with without the 76ers getting a great return, it would send a really bad message. Um, so, and I love how Harden today, um, they asked him if uh, he's spoken to Kyrie, and he just said no. Nice. Best of friends. Best of friends. Really good buds. Um, so I- I'm sure they're having a great time. And my uh, bonus genius here is Coca-Cola because it was poured on the streets of Italy during the filming of the James Bond movie. Now, why? Well, when you pour Coca-Cola and you let it sit for a while, what happens? It gets sticky. Yeah. What does James Bond films do a lot? They'll do a lot of stunts with motorcycles and cars. It was too slippery in the beginning, so they poured, like, I forgot, it was, like, an absurd amount of gallons of Coca-Cola, and they let it dry in the heat, and it became very sticky, so it became more safe for them to do all their stunts off the motorcycles and, and cars. It was sick. So so that's also genius here, too. I had wow. to shout that out. Wow. Sticky Coca-Cola. Yep. Have you guys seen that movie? No. Oh, I have to get in and watch it, though. Yeah. It's solid. It's solid. Okay, you went? It's decent. Let's go. It's yeah, six yeah, it's decent. It's decent. <laughs> yeah, about a six. It's about a six. It's a very like James Bond, like Good. very. It's like kind of generic, but I mean, it's a James Bond, yeah. so it's all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I'm with yeah. you on that NBA. I'm with you. Oh yeah. Owen, what you got? So mine's kind of in the same vein as Alex, um, genius. But my genius is the all the Sixers players that have taken just kind of subtle shots at Ben Simmons over the period of this debacle. So I want to give us a little bit of a timeline here. So Ben Simmons, obviously, he didn't want to report to camp and he didn't talk to his teammates. And NBA Media Day, I think, was like three weeks ago, I want to say. And so we all saw the Joel Embiid clip where he kind of goes, he goes on the big rant about being a professional. Mm -hmm. He talks about how, yeah, he's like, you get paid millions of dollars to do this. You have to act like an adult and you have to show up to work and do your job. So that was the first one. I was like, wow, that's a nice little shot at Ben Simmons. Like he's like, he's like, you know, taking a jab at him without actually taking a jab at him. 
very directly. So that was good. And then later, and then today or yesterday, I think it was, Danny Green got up to the press conference. Uh, he had a press conference. And he said, I'm not asking him to do anything different than he normally does. Talking about Ben Simmons. We're not asking him to shoot jump shots. Just come in, be a pro, and do your job. It, wow. It, that's what we expect of him. If he apologizes, cool. So mm. <laughs> I like wow. the shot. Again, we're not expecting him to shoot jump shots. I just, all this stuff I find super funny because obviously, you know, these guys probably are bashing him behind his back, but they, they managed to kind of let it out in the media in a, in a kind of, you know, tactful way. So shout out to them. They're doing a good job of that. And I, I, I love seeing it. That Danny Green one I hadn't heard. That's fire. Mm. Yeah. It is. Good one. It is. We're not expecting you to shoot jump shots. Just come in and be a pro and apologize. It's fire. I'm putting in my vote for uh, the team sticking up and Mm. for their stuff there and shutting down some player empowerment. I'm all for that. So that's getting my vote this week. I'm going with Urban because the (laughs) the 250 and 250. I would have thought when Phil said that, I was like, like, in a half in a quarter like like i don't know uh but 500 that's phenomenal let's go let's go urban yeah. real smart real phenomenal smart. Yeah. that's twice now you're keeping track oh yeah oh yeah Owen, what do you got yeah yeah no the 500 is just it's outstanding i love the goals that's just it's good to have a coach with vision so that's how you have to choose that one games it's all about goal <laughs> setting team goals yeah. <laughs> i think he just goes in front of the meeting room on monday and just writes it out on the whiteboard team but well actually he doesn't catch the plane so tuesday no tuesday um but he puts up on the whiteboard team goals and then he takes 50. a 15 minute break yeah yeah and he's like all right don't work too hard yeah don't overwork yourself urban <laughs> everybody think about this goal and then we'll come back we'll in come 15 back. minutes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, adam what are you putting in for urban of course all right so shout out to the coaches bill wins bozo genius goes to urban some would say you could flip those some would say (laughs) some would say Um, no conclusive evidence and then let's get after it um i'll I'll go again i've got it here Uh, i've been working on this take for quite a minute it's it's honestly specifically for owen so this is really for your enjoyment i want you to really drink this one in um I'm going to do a little history lesson here. The 2012 to 2015 Cincinnati Bengals, they were really talented. They went 43-20-1 over the course of that four-year span. They made the playoffs all four years. They actually never won a playoff game, though, but they were close a couple times. Um, They essentially had, like, 52 of the most talented guys in the league and Andy Dalton. Um, So that's why they never really did anything. Reminds me of another team in Ohio right now. Oh, the Browns. That's who I'm thinking of. Uh, Mm. I think that the Browns are sort of in this Bengals zone with this quarterback they currently have where they got a really talented roster and they can do lots of neat things, but they're limited by the ceiling of their quarterback. So I'm going to go no conclusive evidence. Uh, Baker's Andy Dalton. He should probably go ginger. Mm. No conclusive evidence. Wow, that's actually... Yeah, no, that makes sense. But you still took the Browns this week. No conclusion. Well, he's going off the what were they forty two and twenty? Oh, yeah, or whatever. yeah. So he's yeah. going off yeah, that. Yeah. It's still the playoffs. Okay, okay. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, no, that that's a very, be? very Andy Dalton move to like throw for like however three or four touchdowns, like four hundred yards and no turnovers. That's like super Andy Dalton. So good day. Hey, broken clock is right twice a day, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The broken it can a broke it can a broken clock or Andy Dalton put up forty seven points against that defense. <laughs> Listen, or many it's not perfect, okay? I understand that. I'm trolling you. Do you understand that? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to stick up for my boy. That's still a lock. I want everybody to hear this, and I want their confidence in my lock to go up. So, Okay, so, okay we're going to 6.5 yeah. now? We're getting there. We're Might getting have there. to. What do you oh, have, boy? <laughs> so I've got two. First one's a pretty short one. 
Um, <clears throat> so our good friend Tyler Hero had a little interview this week, and he said in the interview he said Luca Trey Jaw those guys like that. I feel my name should be in that category too. Um, no, no, no conclusive evidence. Ty, bro, you're not in that category. So <laughs> that was the first one, <laughs> and then. The second one is, uh, I don't think there's a heavyweight now or in history that I can see beating Tyson Fury. Um, obviously, there have been there's a rich history in the heavyweight division, um, but I think if you look at his record, I mean, he beat uh, he beat Vladimir Klitschko, he beat um, obviously Wilder th- probably three times if we're being honest, who is probably one of the hardest hitters ever. Like it's pretty much a boxing kind of a consensus in the boxing community that he's got one of the hardest he's one of the most powerful boxers ever and uh tyson fury's got hit by that those punches and he's withstood them and he's beat him three times in the ring so i don't see a heavyweight in history that can get in the ring toe-to-toe with six nine tyson fury and beat him and for that reason no conclusive evidence he is the most dominant and greatest heavyweight of all time i love boxing owen you're really into this Dude, I got watching that fight. Just it sent me down a rabbit hole. It was such a good fight. For all the people at home, this is I'm extending your due date. You got to go watch that fight. You're getting a little extension, so nice. Let's go, go watch it. Nice. Yeah. So my no conclusive evidence was actually the Tyler Hero one. <laughs> Did a quick pivot. Audible. 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 That <laughs> found one in like a minute. Um, because ESPN came out with the best managements in the NBA. Okay. Uh, number one, Miami Heat. All right. Can't okay. hate. Number two, Toronto. Can't hate that either. That's a great one. Number three, Milwaukee Bucks. I think that's uh, mm, a little too high for me. I just mm. think no conclusive evidence. They're not number three because they almost lost Giannis. They let Brogdon walk away because ownership was cheap. And they somehow screwed up getting uh, Bogdanovich. I know they won the championship. I get that. But uh, I don't know. Just a little too high for me, for my I, liking. Because, you know, I'd, I'd put I'd put the Nuggets higher. I'd put the Lakers higher. You're, I'd, you're forgetting I'd someone. State. You're forgetting someone. Spurs. Thank you. Sure. I'd put the Spurs higher. Um, I get they won the chip still, but, you know, probably overpaid for uh, Drew Holiday a little much too. But, uh, yeah, I think three's a little high. But this was a very quick uh, no conclusive, so cut me some slack. Okay. I hey, Alex, I'm, I'm sorry. I got greedy there. I, I got greedy. Took two. I should have only taken one. I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <Owen. laughs> okay. It's okay. We ran for 250, and we passed for 250 this episode, so yeah, we're good. We, we hit the we team did. goal. We hit our goals. Yeah. 10 out of 10 is the goal every week, and yep. we did it again. No surprise. Somehow we always hit our goals. Somehow. Urban Meyer, mm, not so much. Well, He's this week he to, will. Though, this week he This will. week. He'll turn it around. The yeah. genius. He's on the mend. Owen, any parting words from the North? Um, No. Just enjoy the good week of football. And um, if you want to make some money this week, bet on my lock. Empty the piggy banks. That's what I'm saying. I like it. I'm with you. I'm going to do it with you, so don't worry. I'm listening. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Adam, go. you have anything to say? Uh, if you want to make some money, don't bet on Owen's secondary lock. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. What a advice from Adam. Yep. Nice. Alex, what do you have? I'm the hottest guy in the room right now, five and one, two straight locks. Um, Owen, thanks for keeping my seat warm. When I came in, it was nice and warm, so appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, no worries. And enjoy all the sports. Everybody back at home. Way too much stuff going on right now, but that's how we like it. So Exactly. Just how we like it. Enjoy the weekend of football. Enjoy whatever else you get up to this weekend. You got Thursday. You got Friday. You got Saturday. You got Sunday. And then we'll talk to you on Monday morning. So we'll see you guys then. Enjoy your weekend.